Time now for Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. An informative but laid-back approach to sports medicine on 1010XL. Yeah. Now, let's break some bones. Good morning, Jacksonville. Breaking Bones is on the air, rocking and rolling on a Sunday. We have got the next half hour. We hope you'll hang out with us. We've got sports injuries to talk about, plenty of other things that we'll get into. Joe C. from XL Primetime. You can catch me noon to 3 with the rest of the crew, Monday through Friday. And Dr. George Barr. You can catch him at Barry Orthopedics daily as he scrubs up and makes sure that he takes care of all your sports injuries. But you're looking good on a Sunday morning, Doc. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. We've got all sorts of things to get into today. So let's uh, let's just kind of start tearing into a handful of them uh, that that have come up over the last week. But before we even get there, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. We, we had a best of show last yeah. week. You were on the road. Yep. Uh, I was frying turkeys. How was your How was your Thanksgiving with? The it was good, man. We uh, we went to Asheville. Oh, North nice! Carolina. I like yeah. that town. I like that town a lot. It's nice. We Are you a lot. craft brew guy? No, I'm a. I you know I I rarely drink well because so. Asheville is just like huge yeah I know they were everywhere so I'm I, I rarely drink but when I do I like a nice whiskey or scotch um, so actually when we went to we actually stayed at the Grove Park Inn the oh, Omni Grove Park Inn that's a beautiful first time place. I went there and I used all my points on my credit card nice which means I spent a ton of points before that to be able to go there for free so you always get that feeling I've got to spend this money so I can get <laughs> yeah. a discount I just say I'm spending money to make money babe don't <laughs> worry about it we're getting this for free. So, yeah, so it was great. But actually, what's funny is, so like I said, I don't really drink, but when I do, I like a nice glass of scotch. Right. So I went there, and I was ordering a drink. I was, you know, I'm going to, I'm on vacation. I usually don't get this drink because it's a little more expensive, but I'm going to get a Macallan 18. If you don't know, Macallan is a nice little single malt, and, Mm -hmm. you know, 18 is is on the higher end. Yeah. But I don't normally get it, but I said, you know what? I'm going to splurge. It's vacation. Sure. The vacation is free. My points are paying for it, so I might as well buy a drink. Exactly. I don't ask what the price is because I, I know, know in my head in town here what the price is. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I order it. I get it. The bill comes. And I, and I show my wife. I go, babe, look what they just charged me. $75. Oh. For the glass. Oh. So I'm thinking, I'm like, this is nuts. So That's then, not even a double. Right. So on the way back, we cut our trip in half. On Saturday, we left halfway because last year was like 12 hours to get back when mm-hmm. we went there. And we have two kids and it was a disaster. So we stopped yeah. in Savannah. Nice hotel at the, I think it was the Hilton there, mm-hmm. right n- near the downtown. I love Savannah you know? too. You picked two it good was towns. Great. Yeah, it was great. And I said, I went to the, the bar there. We were getting food. It was like late at night mm-hmm. and getting food from the bar to bring up to our room. And I said, you know what? I'm going to ask how much this drink is because I'm sure I'm not crazy. It's not $75. <laughs> so I go, hey, how much is your McCallan 18? They go, $35. Oh, cut it in half. So I literally got overcharged two times. For the same drink, and I knew I didn't think if I would have known that that yeah. it was safe, I would have never ordered it. Yeah, you could have gone. Could you have gone McAllen Twelve? Yeah, that's and, what and, I normally and, do. And and, and order, like, two, order two of them, <laughs> right, for the price of that of the regular price at the Omni. I mean, McAllen Twelve is normally what like eighteen bucks, maybe? yeah, something like you that. God, crazy doc, they got you. Oh my gosh! Now bad. the Grove Park Inn, we should say, is a beautiful place. Very nice. It's a gorgeous place. But if you do roll up there, you, you I guess ex- is. Expect to spend double for everything. Yeah, I got to tell you a quick story uh, because the Grove Park Inn, and we've been up to Asheville a couple times, but way back when we stayed at the Grove Park Inn as a radio station. Okay, we had an RV. We were going to the ACC kickoff, and then that's that radio money. Yeah, and then and then barreling over to Birmingham to go to the SEC media uh-huh. days. And this was this is when we would rent the RV and we'd do a big production. Frangie, Lamb, me, uh, Ter- Terry Norvell. Uh, this is way back now, and so. 
this was my like kind of entry into going on the road with these guys, radio legends here in Jacksonville. And so we get the RV. I set it all up. And we all kind of took turns driving. Not Lamb and Franchi, of course, but all the other guys. <laughs> and so something happens with the generator. And I'm like the jack-of-all-trades, blue-collar dude, and I'm proving my worth. I go out there. I'm taking stuff apart on the engine, cleaning spark plugs, doing changing fuel. Or yeah. Cleaning fuel filters, doing all this kind of stuff. Anyway, we get it running. Everything's fine and no problem. We get on the road. We're starting to head towards Birmingham, I-20, something like that. Two o'clock in the morning, Norvell will not shut up. The guy just talks the whole time. At least he kept us awake. Intern, Peter the intern, is up there trying. I think he might have been driving at this point. Anyway, we're freezing. And I'm like, come on, guys. Let's turn the air down. As a matter of fact, we don't even need the generator on right now because I was worried about the generator. So I say, hit, hit the button, turn the generator off. So we're cruising along, humming along, I-20, doing whatever. All of a sudden, the RV starts to wobble left and right. I'm telling you, Doc, left and right. Like, wait a minute. Is this a gust of wind? Are we in a tornado? What's going on? The back door, the master suite of the RV, (laughs) back door flung open. Here comes Lamb. Lamb comes out of the master suite in the middle of the night, and he goes, who the blankety blank, 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 turned off the power? Well, I'm young, barely been hired. I'm freaking out. He wears a sleep machine. He wears a CPAP mask. Uh We almost choked him to death. Oh, no. Yeah. We almost choked Lamb to death. When you had those CPAPs on without it being on, you can't breathe. It, and apparently he just, like, <laughs> uh, he, he, and I'm telling you, I flipped out. And so the oh, classic end uh, to the story is he goes, well, might as well have a blah, 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 cigarette <laughs> at 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So it was good stuff. All right, uh, so let's get to um, a couple of injuries here, Doc. And, and this is one of the, the big ones, Christian McCaffrey. And if you look at the numbers, man, this guy has been all world at times. In fact, he's a guy who... You could argue redefined the running back position in a lot of ways. Now, we're going back a a few years where he was, I don't know, in the neighborhood of 2,300 yards from scrimmage uh, and just could do anything from anywhere on the football field. Uh 2019 comes around. They said, look, we got to ink this guy to a big deal. He signs a a nice, fat $64 million deal at that time Mm -hmm. for running backs. 2020, he was hurt. 2021, he's now hurt. So we're looking at... Basically, and I don't want to call it bad money, but overspending on running backs that are going to get used up way faster than other NFL players, unfortunately. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the, the running back position has changed. It used to be you grab the ball, yep. you run down the middle, you hit hard, and you push the pile. Yep. And now it's you got to run, you got to be a good blocker, you got to go out and be able to catch. And so it's it's you have to be a little more versatile mm-hmm. with it. And I think obviously when you try to become more versatile, the more things you do, the more chance of injury. Because you're in more plays now, right? Before sure. running back might go out for a catch, but he's probably like, I'm not getting this ball, so um, he I, he half runs it, and, you know, maybe runs three three yards down. But now they're doing more things, and they're being more agile, and their bodies are different. We look, you know, back in the day, people were just big guys running, and now. You're more toned, or more muscular. Just everyone's different, right. the way well, everything I, is. I think as a perfect example, Fred Taylor probably played at about 225 to 230. He was a big man. Eddie George, you can think of some of these yeah. old guys that were just, they were battering rams, like you're describing. Christian McCaffrey, 
plays in that say 215 neighborhood That's and small. yeah and and he right, wants yeah. to be like you're saying cat quick make plays in space bottom line is is he's gone through several injuries where the carolina panthers and and for that matter zeke elliott and dallas he had 50 million guaranteed and he doesn't look like necessarily the yeah. same dynamic guy saquon barkley with the yeah. knee injury he right. ain't the same to up be in new york to be versatile a running back, you got to be smaller, mm-hmm. right? Because you can, if you're just big, you're slow. Right. I mean, it's usually what it is. So, but you're still, but you're still majority running back. So you're still pounding that line. So you're more prone to injury when you're smaller. Kind of their position changing, the way that the running back position has progressed, kind of reminds you of NBA centers, right? Usually True. Big Shaquille O'Neal, right down the middle, or Hakeem Olajuwon, not big guy, but thin guy who can jump over you but yeah. he was they're in the paint right yeah. that's it they're in the paint nowadays no one wants a guy in the paint they want a center who can dribble exactly who can assist and who can shoot threes yeah and that's a completely different game and i think that's what's happening with the running backs but they're having trouble because football is more violent sport yeah great comparison because the center is more of a complimentary player now dirk Nowitzki steps out and runs so he's more of a four anthony yeah. davis more of a four any of these guys that we're talking about as opposed to that big man in the middle and uh, running backs i hate it for them but they get used up. Yeah. That really is what it they is. They play every play. They have to block, right? I mean, remember, <laughs> they got to pick up blitzes, man. Yeah. From Bruce Jones Drew used to pick up yeah. these blitzes yeah. that we had. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, they have to pick up blitzes, and then now you're picking up blitzes, you're running, and you got to go out there and catch. Yeah. Before, how much catching did you do? I mean, did you ever hear Fred Taylor doing, you know, big mm. catches or, uh, you know, all these other guys not, that not, we had? Not a ton, right. but like, heck, even Leonard Fournette. He was brought here to run the football, but in today's world, I think be- the the best year he, he yeah the year before he was cut caught seventy five balls. That's crazy, yeah. and and they are a target from players at every direction. Like right. let's use Dalvin Cook as another example. Yeah. Dislocated shoulder, Doc. Yeah. You trained under James Andrews. In fact, I'm pretty sure you're the only surgeon in Jacksonville that trained under James Andrews. Am I correct? Me and I tell people I'm the only one. It's actually me and my father. Okay. Well, there you go. See, that's a good one. So that that's what you get at Barry Orthopedics. But you knew of Dalvin Cook well uh, through James Andrews. Yeah. And now Dalvin Cook has a dislocated shoulder. They didn't put him on injured reserve. Yeah. They're holding out hope that they can get him back in a couple of weeks. But a dislocated shoulder. That's, yeah. That's not. You know. That's. That's kind of a big deal. So dislocated shoulder, we talk about therapy first, surgery after, although the new study is showing maybe surgery first is better. Mm-hmm. But for him, we see they don't want to have him out for those three weeks. So this is what's happening in their head. We can rehab him for a week or two, right. hopefully get him back to play, see how he does. If he's good, great. We'll put him back. He's in after two weeks. He's going to have that abduction um um, sleeve like shoulder, the shoulder swing, sleeve, yeah. so he doesn't extend that arm out like right. Mayfield, mm-hmm. and then he'll go play. Don't be surprised though if in two or three weeks you see that he is put on that or he's out for the season because there's always a chance when you have a dislocation, dislocated shoulder, and you go out to do therapy that you don't do well, right? You still have that feeling of subluxation. So subluxation is the partial dislocation. Okay, you had, you get that feeling that your shoulder is not right, that is unstable. And then at that point, you realize, okay, therapy has failed. Now I need surgery. So there's always that, that possibility. So be on the lookout uh, if, uh, if you do a fantasy team, mm-hmm. right? Oh, absolutely. So Dalvin Cook is, is may- maybe a little risk for you to keep him on. Um, but I bet you if I had to bet, he's probably going to play because worst case scenario, I think they'll put him on a shoulder sling. Mm-hmm. I think what's going to probably happen, let's say he does not play. Right. I bet you he'll play. Then he realized after a couple hits... I, right. I shouldn't be doing this because my shoulder's not feeling right and come out. 
but we'll see. We'll see how he does. I mean, I mean you especially know, two, when, three weeks is pretty quick to come back from dislocated. I would think so, especially when he has to take the brunt of right. that force. That's the thing. Okay? you got to put that shoulder down, yeah. and you hit people. Yeah, Baker yeah. wearing a sling isn't getting hit like Dalvin on, Cook is. Right, exactly. On the opposite arm, right? He's yeah. not throwing arm. Yeah, exactly. Dalvin is going to put that shoulder down to block people. Yeah. It's a run through a line. Yeah. yeah, so that's big. All right, a couple of them locally. Let's hit these real quick. Dan Arnold was... You know, I was joking. Uh, the the bank down where the Jaguars play it will it will soon be named the house that Arnold built. Okay, because this guy was at the very least making some plays offensively, so he gets a grade two MCL sprain. Yeah, uh, take us there uh, as far as so, the injury. One, two, three are the grades. Three being the worst, one being the least. Two usually don't require surgery. We're talking about six to eight weeks. Right. Six weeks is a good middle middle um, time frame. Although we've seen other people on our team. Nine weeks to come back, right? Right. So, like, you know, the, these time frames that we give are general rules. So whenever we tell patients that, and patients say, well, it's been six weeks, that's not a hard, fast rule. Sometimes people get better, le- uh, slower than others. Mm-hmm. But he's just going to do rehab. He's definitely going to wear an MCL brace that's going to prevent re-injury mm-hmm. or help prevent re-injury. Can't guarantee it. And then you're just going to rehab it, and, and you cross your fingers and hope that he feels better. Right, and he's a guy, like we just described, if the season goes south for... Minnesota, then Dalvin Cook could, could land on the season-ending IR, right. just like Christian McCaffrey right. did, and not wouldn't be surprised if Dan Arnold ends on Don't be Right. I yeah. mean, if the season goes goes south, they're like, listen, let's just cut this, right. and it, we're done. There's no point of playing him. And the good news, though, is that as Dan Arnold exits with injury, James O'Shaughnessy comes back. So at the very least, they had some productivity out of their tight end this past week. Correct. He's a guy that was coming back from a high ankle sprain, Doc. If you can believe it, he, he appeared in a game catching a football in November after game one with a high ankle sprain. I know. That's it how took, long it took. It took him a long time. And we always talk about these people. We always say high ankle sprain six to eight weeks. But we always see these NFL guys come back quicker. But he took the full time. You know, yeah. he was game what week nine when he came back, but it's um you know he he did okay, and so hopefully stays injury free. Yeah, exactly. O'Shaughnessy's been hit hard, man. Yeah, he had an ACL a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a couple of years ago. Came back, wasn't one hundred percent last year. He's just been really been through the wars. Speaking of those types of guys on this football team. James O'Shaughnessy designated to practice a couple of weeks ago, got in the game Sunday, right. caught a couple of passes. Same thing with Brandon Linder. He also just got back. Right. Now, he hadn't been missing as long as O'Shaughnessy, but he had an MCL sprain right. and a high ankle sprain. Right. He had like a double injury yeah. on that knee. And then I think one healed quicker than the other, so then he had to wait. But um, yeah, it's really interesting when you see someone with two extremity injuries, with two different injuries. Mm-hmm. Such Not so much like two injuries in the knee, right? Because that's normally you get hit in the knee, you have two injuries in the knee. Right. He had a knee and an ankle. So it's like that the guy who just came out for the season, he had a wrist, a back, and a knee. I don't remember who he was, mm-hmm. some NFL player. They, they put him out for the year. But I'll, try. I'll try to think about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting when you see that um, he's he's back, right. and you know he's healed from it, so we're just going to knock on wood and oh, I know. go from that, there. Yeah, that guy's been at least a, a very reliable player for a long time with the Jaguars, but if you look back, he's got a lot of injury history, too. That's for sure. All right, that is Dr. George Bari. If you have any any uh, joint pain, sports injury questions, you can hit the text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, 641-1010. You can let us know if you miss some of our show today and you want to go back and listen. Where do they do it, Doc? It's real easy. They can go wherever they listen to podcasts. Spotify, Google, Apple. Yeah. Any of those. Any of those. And you can find Breaking Bones. Just search for Breaking Bones, and you can also find Doc on Instagram, Dr. 
dr.georgebarry. And they can ask me questions and they can send me messages if they want. dr.georgebarry. See, I like that. That's an easy way to do it. Now, when we talk about a couple of these other guys as far as injuries are concerned, the you know the one thing that, that I, I couldn't believe when you were talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and just how bad that toe appeared to be. You know, the, Remember it was the COVID toe? Do you remember <laughs> that? Remember. <laughs> uh, well, my gosh. People were just going crazy. Oh, no. This is, this is all COVID-related. No, no, not really. It's just a so, a, a, yeah, it's a toe and problem. it's fractured. Yeah, and so he feels like he's going to put off surgery and yeah. be able to get through this. Yeah, so it's interesting. If it's your big toe, that's going to be harder because that's the toe you push off from when you run. Mm-hmm. If it's your small toe, easier. I mean, still part of your foot's still going to hurt, but the point is they're probably going to immobilize it, maybe put a metal shank underneath it so it doesn't move. It's interesting to see how he's going to run, mm-hmm. you know, if he has a little limp when he runs. But remember, Aaron Rodgers is the guy who had a clavicle fracture, came back after four ye- four weeks of surgery. Right. You know, these guys get IV medication that osteoporosis patients get so they can heal. They get bone stimulators. So these are not normal things to do. If someone came to my office with a broken toe, they're not going to run and play football. No. I can tell you that much. Or at least I won't tell them to. But these guys are a little different. We don't know what his x-ray looks like, but I can mm-hmm. tell you it's probably not displaced. Right? right. It's a non-displaced fracture, which means that it's in the perfect position. They're probably going to just tape it up cross their fingers, and see how much he limps. Is surgery unavoidable, or if you go through splinting or however you're describing it to where a small fracture could mend? Yeah. So most toe fractures are non-surgical. Okay. Okay. Most toe fractures are non-surgical. But they still have pain when you you walk on them, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. But most of them are non-surgical because people... How they normally break is they stub their toe against a dresser and they have a little fracture to it. But most of the time, we do not have to fix it. Okay, all right, that's good. That's good information. I mean, it really is because you know Aaron Rodgers is the show, yeah. and he he does John Wick. Yeah, he is John Wick. And I thought, honestly, I thought this past week that he wouldn't be a hundred percent. He ended up looking really well. Matthew Stafford is also another quarterback that's dealing with injuries that's not responding well. And Aaron Rodgers does defy a lot in terms of a tough guy. He's been through concussions. Yeah. You mentioned the the, uh, the collarbone. He's been through some concussions, too. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been through a lot. And, you know, he's still Aaron Rodgers, and people yeah. are still, you know, he's still great at what he does. So we'll see how he does. I want to see how he, how he runs. It'll be interesting. So let's get to one other football guy, because we got to get to Tiger Woods, Doc. Uh, because big news with him this past week. Yeah. But Jack Conklin, another guy who, offensive lineman, suffered a fairly serious injury. We're talking about a torn patella tendon. Yeah. So So your patella tendon, so your patella Mm -hmm. is your kneecap. Okay. So the patella is just a medical term for kneecap. The tendon is the tendon that goes, attaches from your kneecap down to your tibia, which is that little bump that you have, right, under your knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and the quad tendon is a tendon that attaches your patella to your quadriceps. So that's above it. Okay. So the problem with patella tendon ruptures is people do not do very well when it comes in the, in the sense of playing, you know, sports at that caliber level. Like rehabbing back to 100%. Yeah. The problem is, so ACL injuries in the professional world have a 70% return to play. And I know that we all think that that number probably sounds very low. But remember, when we think of ACL injuries, we always talk about superstars. Sure. The guys who are the best players in their, you know, respective team. You have made a sport. lot of good points today, Doc. <laughs> this is another good one you're making. Yeah, right so here. we always think about those guys. Yeah. 
We don't for, we forget about the guy who's on the practice squad trying to make it in preseason. We forget hey, about the guy who you know. Uh, how many years did you play? Three. Well, what happened? I had an ACL. Right. At the we end. don't we, we don't remember those guys. He's gone. Right. So ACLs have a seventy percent return to play. Patellar tendons are even worse than that. Wow. And the reason is on any patient when you do a patellar tendon reconstruction, the rehab is very difficult. The problem is they never get that strength in that quadricep to extend that leg like they used to. Mm-hmm. The rehab takes a very long time. Sometimes they get stiffness in the knee. And it's just, unfortunately, the way that our bodies handle that injury. Right. It's a very tough injury to come back from. So I'll be very shocked or I'll be very interested to see how he does after his surgery and if he comes back next year and at what level. Now, is... um. Is it fair to say, like we were using the running back as an example, guys are hitting him from every angle? Is it fair to say that that patella tendon has uh, flex or not flexibility, but but stability problems from every angle? Because bottom, top, left, and right. I mean that. Yeah, I mean anytime, anytime that you are you are in a position that you are getting a, just a three sixty right. um, attack on you, right? That's going to change how how you're how your, your knee stabilizes. It's like walking on the beach. Mm-hmm. People have arthritis yeah. in your knee. When they walk on that sand, the, the sandy part, before you get to the sand that's really compact, mm-hmm. people that have arthritis have a hard time walking on that soft beach because now their their knees, their foot is unstable because it has all that micro motion just from the sand. And they walk on the sidewalk, they're okay. So same concept, right? You're, you're in a, a sport where people are coming at you from all angles and you have to be aware and, and you have all this micro motion because you're twisting and turning right. as opposed to straight lining. It's always going to be more difficult. No, I, I think it's a great way to put it. Uh, I, I said no more football, but I got to get one more in. Aaron Rodgers with John his, Wick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With his toe. And <laughs> there was all sorts of things going on uh, in, in the media world. We got to get it out there first world that we live in. And some people were trying to call it a COVID toe. Yeah. It was caused by COVID, which is just crazy. Bottom line is he's trying to avoid surgery. Right. And at least he's intimating that it's maybe the pinky toe. I'm not quite yeah. sure, but he says uh, still a lot of pain. So, and, and they said it's fractured. Mm hmm. And he's not going to have surgery. Right. So remember, guys, this is Aaron Rodgers, the same guy who broke his clavicle years ago, mm-hmm. who came back after four weeks, and they gave him IV medication that they give people with osteoporosis to get it to heal, and they gave it a bone stimulator because no human being comes back in four weeks. You're still in a sling at four weeks after a clavicle fracture right. in a normal society. Right. So now he has a broken toe. He's not going to do surgery. He's going to play. What is the what's going on with this toe? Number one, it's probably not his big toe because the big toe is where you push off. Mm-hmm. So that's my assumption. Number two is probably a small pinky toe. I've had plenty of people who come in who they stub their foot and they don't know if it's broken or not, but it's kind of sore, but not too bad. But they just want an X-ray just to see what's going on. Right, and it's broken, and they're kind of shocked because it doesn't hurt that much, but it's just been a lingering pain. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has one of those. Um, I can't imagine that he has a displaced fracture, which is a fracture that we're it's not near each other, right? They're, they're far away from each other. Right. So he probably, he probably has it buddy taped. He probably has it splinted so it doesn't move much. And I'm going to assume it is not his big toe. Okay. I, I think that's really, when you're, when you're trying to figure it out, and sometimes injury reports are extremely vague or just the mention of a toe. That's all they mention is that it's something. You've got to kind of deduce what you think it could he be. He said it was COVID toe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he got such a kick out of it because everyone was trying to make it a big deal. And, and it, it definitely was not a big deal. All right. Now. Um, I've got to show you this video because we have got to talk about Tiger Woods before we are done. 
we did a show back in February. I want to say it was February 12th when the accident happened. And we're talking about a guy that has come back from a very, very scary injury. First press conference where he's sitting down in front of the media earlier this week. He's hosting a golf tournament. He says he will never play full-time again, Doc, but just to see him back. And I want to show you this video, and you guys can go to at PGA Tour, and you will see a swing uh, that Tiger made. This was this week at the Hero World World Challenge, which he is hosting. Okay, But we're talking about he says he's a hit-and-giggle guy right now. He cannot play competitively. What's a hit-and-giggle? You just go out there, you hit, now I'm a hit-and-sipper. And you laugh at yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm a hit-and-sipper, Doc, because I hit, and then I take a sip of a Bud Light or something like that. He's a hit-and-giggle guy. Mm-hmm. But, let me look at it. He, yeah. Hey, he looked pretty... He looks good. Yeah, upper body, yeah. still yoked, as usual. Speaking of which, I just want to say, on Wednesday when I did the show, you were wearing this nice ribbed shirt. Mm-hmm. It looked like you've been working out for months. Dude, I have been working out. You should out. just keep that shirt on 24-7. Dr. G, I love you, man. Thank you very much for that, because <laughs> I, I'm just trying. I, I do my push-ups. I do my curls. I do my squats. You do it on, like the old man on your knees? Oh, you no, 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 no. You know what I bang out every <laughs> other day? 300 push-ups. Really? Yeah, 300 I'm gonna start, You know, I'm going to start. Let's do a push-up challenge. Me and yeah. You. yeah, I'm going to challenge you. We'll do it. 300, and by the way, I do them 56 at a time. Oh, really? Yeah. 56 push-ups, and then I go through my shoulder exercises and all of that, Yeah. and then I rotate days. One's a gun day, the other's a chest day. Okay. I'll do that. All right. We'll do it. Let's see if we can do it. All right. So, so before, go ahead. No, well, the Tiger Woods thing is interesting. The fact that he's basically just saying, listen, my body's beat up. I've had all these injuries. I'm going to come back and do pro golf, but it's not going to be what I do full-time. Mm-hmm. How old do you have to be to be on the senior tour? <laughs> uh, 50, but he's approaching that, believe it or not. He really is. All right, so before we get out of here, I just got to bring this one thing up, Doc, because we're entering the shopping season. Oh, you, know, yeah. you and I are not necessarily shoppers, and if we are, we're probably going to be, I don't know, online somewhere shopping. Yeah. But I saw the headline. I'm just putting it out there because we just went through Black Friday. Uh-huh. Everyone needs to be a little more patient when they're out and about. Oh, yeah. And don't be this lady. Are you ready? Yeah. Don't be this lady. Yeah, go ahead. She pulled a gun on someone for a parking spot. No way. Yes. Come on. Whipped baby. out a pistol for a parking spot. You cannot be that person. <laughs> don't. That's, you know, it's really, like, what is that going to get you in life? How, like, it's so you have, so you, you have to walk. So you have to walk twenty five more feet. You yeah. know, like come on. It's going to get you yeah, arrested. It's not worth it. Plus, I just want to say something. I've been doing this back in the day. I just want to say I'm like the original OG mm-hmm. before these commercials came out and right. the NBA was advertising on the shirt. Rakuten. Uh huh. You see it all over. Oh yeah. It used to be called Ebates. I was Ebating oh. six years ago. Yeah. When you go online and you order stuff through the website, we so we ordered stuff a couple weeks ago or a couple weeks a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. 15% cash back. Are you and serious? I, I, and I, I'm telling you, it works. I've been doing this for years. Uh-huh. And now it's called Rakuten. And you just uh-huh. download the app on your phone or you put it on your browser. I feel like I'm getting paid for them, but I'm uh-huh. not. Yeah. Um, and you just go in and you're buying stuff from, I don't know, whatever, Gap. We go for Nice a, brand names. Oh, no, no. no, every, no BS. Nike, Gap, wherever you want. You just go to the website. All right. We're getting, I like that. I get checks. I feel like I'm getting paid to shop almost, which mm-hmm. is kind of you know messes me up a little bit because you want to buy more. <laughs> buy more. But you get like 10, 15% cash back. It's amazing. All right. I'm going to take that under advisement. I'm telling you. And I'm going to tell the TLD, the lovely Diane, about that because she spends all the all the money that I make. All right. We're out, Doc. Let her spend it. Then you cash the Rakuten check. Yeah. See, I like that. I like <laughs> that. And then we'll go spend it on that expensive <laughs> scotch. Yeah. Okay. Gosh. All right. Have a great day, Doc. We've got a beautiful day. you got the kickoff show a little while later today as the Jaguars get to take on the Los Angeles. Rams. Joe C., Dr. George Bari, this has been Breaking Bones. 
Enjoy your Sunday. You've been listening to Breaking Bones with Dr. George Bari and Joe C. on 1010XL.